Welcome to the latest podcast in our series of Five Minutes with UBP's Global Fixed Income, with today's content covering Jackson Hole and the recent US jobs report. I'm joined by Mo Kazmi, Portfolio Manager and Macro Strategist. So Mo, we've recently had some pretty major events for the market, including Jackson Hole and a weak payrolls number, as I just mentioned. Could you briefly describe your views and positioning following the events? Has your view changed? Hi, Bernard. So our overall views and positioning remains largely intact. We still see room for interest rates to rise from current levels, as we expect the Fed to continue with its hawkish shift during the remainder of this year with a tapering announcement, despite the latest weak payroll number. However, we think any further hawkish move from the Fed, such as rate hike discussions, will be very gradual, and that was clear from Jackson Hole. And so this remains a good setup for risk markets, where although central banks are turning less dovish, they will overall remain supportive. And we still prefer the high beta segments of high yield and the 81 market on attractive valuations and solid fundamentals. Whilst COVID is still in the headlines and we've seen another spike in cases, we take confidence from the fact that we seem to be plateauing at a global level, at least in terms of case growth, whilst hospitalizations and deaths from this wave have been much lower than any previous wave. This confirms to us that vaccines have weakened the correlation between cases and deaths, which should also prevent strict lockdown measures from coming back into force. And what about the data? We've seen some weakness with the latest payrolls print. Should we be worried about a growth slowdown? So the latest payroll report was a large miss to the downside. However, when you look at the details, it really was the COVID-sensitive sectors of leisure and hospitality that disappointed, and that was probably due to the Delta variant spreading through the US in August. As COVID fears calm, it should allow for these sectors to see positive jobs growth in the months ahead. And so we see the weaker payrolls report as a blip rather than indicative of a weakening trend. When we look at growth overall, whilst the manufacturing sector is normalizing following the initial surge in demand on the back of the economic reopening, we believe that the next leg of the recovery will be driven by the service sector as the world continues to open back up, where service spending still remains 7% below its trend level. And what about your short duration bias? Is it justified given that Powell sounded pretty dovish in his recent speech? That's a good question. And yes, you're right. I mean, Powell was much more balanced than a few of the regional Fed presidents who have recently spoke. And they've raised and highlighted their preference to move ahead with a faster pace taper, which would give the Fed room to hike rates at the end of next year if they see it as appropriate. Instead, Powell actually went out of his way to break the link between tapering and rate hikes, saying that the pace and timing of tapering does not provide a signal for rate hikes. Instead, he emphasized his belief that the inflationary pressures we are seeing are largely temporary in nature. However, despite the weak payroll number, we still think that the Fed will move ahead with its tapering plans before year end. Although we have had one weak month of jobs growth, If we look at the past three months, then we are still at an average of 750,000 payroll growth, which we still think is enough for the Fed. That's especially the case given our expectation for jobs growth to improve in the months ahead, given that the enhanced unemployment benefits have now rolled off, 
which will force individuals back into the labor force. And as the Delta variant case growth also seems to now be slowing. And so as we pass this peak in central bank liquidity with this Fed taper, this should allow for interest rates to rise from current levels. And then if the Fed is moving towards a tapering before year end, as you say, should risk markets be fearing a hawkish Fed? So that's a fair question given what we saw in 2013 with the taper tantrum. However, we continue to believe and we continue to emphasize that this is not 2013 where the Fed is being very careful with its communication to make sure that we don't see a violent move higher in rates on a tapering announcement that would hurt risk. This is why Fed Chair Powell tried to break the link between tapering and hikes. And it is this dovish approach that the Fed is taking to the tapering, which means that financial conditions should not tighten aggressively on the announcement from these current very loose levels as shown by real rates being close to historically negative and low levels. The Fed is tightening for good reasons of stronger growth, which is what risk markets should focus on, as the service sector recovers further and as the vaccine rollout means that we are unlikely to go back into strict lockdowns. Thank you very much, Mo, and for those listening to this podcast. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to get in touch or to visit us on our website at UBP dot com.